Hello Nomads and welcome to episode 67. My name is Brandon, this is the Nomads of Fantasy podcast, and I'm also here with Eric. This is the job. You may not like it, but this is the job. Uh, that was my That's a good nice. one. <laughs> and Dave. Anyone ever tell you you got a big fucking mouth? <laughs> oh, it gets bigger. <laughs> uh, so these are quotes from uh, The Wolf Among Us, a Telltale game from 2013 through mm-hmm. 2014 mm-hmm. because this game was episodic. Uh, it was released over five episodes. But yeah. And it's based off of a comic called fables which i've never heard of and honestly i just like telltale games and when this game came out i was just playing them all and this just was one that stuck with me so i was like i want to talk about this game and i i've played it before i played it back in the in the day eric you've never played it never played it this is actually well this is my first telltale telltale game that i've actually finished okay I've dab- oh. dabbled, but I really, this Probably is, this is really, my, I, I qualify this as my first Telltale game. Okay, and Dave, you've hmm. not played it? I played tel- I played a couple before, but not this one. Okay. So we are familiar with Telltale, so we know what we're getting into. It's basically crazy stories, fun stories, broken up over these different, um, you know, downloadable episodes over time, or take, sometimes it takes like a year. Um and it's just quick time events, really. You, you go left, you go right, or you choose the dialogue. So it's kind of like an RPG where it's like the okay. conversation you would see in an RPG. Adventure story game. I kind of narrative driven. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Narrative driven choice. Which is from the PC days, I think, is where they kind of started from because that was a very popular thing. King's Quest, Space Quest, and I believe Sam and Max is what these guys did. But eventually evolved into Telltale games. They had a huge hit with, I want to say it was The Walking Dead, right? I feel like The Walking Dead was like their breakout success. Right. They had, I mean, yeah, this came out like in their heyday, though, too, because they had done Back to the Future and Jurassic Park. But and then after this, they get into Game of Thrones and the Borderlands and they start getting all those going. So, right. So this is right in that, the heyday of Telltale. Uh, the, I, I, I'm sure that this game is, I wouldn't say obscure. I think it's known, but it's, if you know what you're getting into with the Telltale game, this, and if you enjoy them, there's a good chance you at least tried this game or finished it. But I, Eric, we asked people on Twitter about this game. Yeah. How many people actually responded to this? Uh, one? we only got three, which, okay. I'm not surprised. More than I thought, but you know, not, that's, that's exactly right. Not too bad. Um, but if you want to follow us on Twitter, that's at Nomads of Fantasy. Shoot the Flick says, I've been waiting for the sequel forever. Honestly, Telltale was so good all around. I just worry that they won't be able to recapture the magic of the first one. So, yeah, we, we did talk about the sequel in our post there, which is kind of the reason why we wanted to do this game is because, you know, the sequel is supposedly in the works. It was announced. They've had a, they had a new trailer back in February. So it's still... You know, in production, still in the back of everybody's mind. But um, I actually just watched the trailer this morning. Like after I finished the game last night, I watched the tra- new trailer for the sequel this morning. And it, it just got me like super, super hyped. <laughs> yeah, like, it gave me chills watching it. Like it and, looks like, like they made some some graphical updates on there that look very nice. Looks, yeah, so smooth. Um, 
Ryan Wilson says, I, I mean, I played the original when it released and loved it. I'm looking forward to the sequel, but it's been so damn long. I'm not going to remember shit. Yeah. But I would say replay it. Replay it. It's always a good you, time. Yeah. I can remember good, anything. Replay it. Yep. Yeah. So it was really cool to go back in and play through it. That was pretty fresh. Uh, and Opinionated Luscious says, OMG, I love that game and have been waiting on the sequel forever. The dark, gritty story with fairy tale creatures. The art style, I'm a sucker for a good Telltale game. The voice acting, I might just replay it now. <laughs> good answer. Uh, I say, if we can yeah, convince okay. somebody to uh, pick this game up and play it, we've done our job. Yeah. Um, all right, well, that's great. Well, hey, it's, it's nice that people responded to that because I knew... This is one of those games. I don't know if people have really played this one. It might have even turned you off a little bit when you heard it. It's like fairy tale characters, but it's that pretty might, mature. Might be why I didn't play it like originally. Yep. Dark and gritty. Yeah. I went off of reviews. I just kept seeing it get nothing but praise and say this is the their best work. And I'm like, all right, I have to get it. It's just like I enjoy these games. I'm like, I really should get the one that they're all talking about. So I, yeah, I was like you, Dave. I'm like, <laughs> like ever after that TV show, like I don't want to be like playing this game sounds like a romance oh, yeah. which it's not wow but that, yeah you know i was not ready for the, the the setting was i mean that's the best part of these games we can get we can get into that later. yeah we'll get into that yeah mm-hmm. let's let's take a break um and the, I, I would say this is your fair warning where we're gonna probably go right into spoiler territory spoil the shit out of this game yeah uh, uh especially getting into some, some moments in the game but, but let's take a break and we'll come back dig into it And we're back in Act 2, or Episode 2, the way we can look at it. All right, it's a lame joke. Um, <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> David will remember that. This, ep- this ep- episode of the podcast is episodic. We'll release the uh, next uh, chunk yep. in a couple weeks. We'll do five of these <laughs> throughout this uh, episode. Now, um, Wolf Among Us came out of nowhere. People liked it. I was one of those people. I played it back in the day. I liked it. I want to do it again. Uh, so here we are. We're talking about it. You guys have not played this. You're all reacting to it. I want to get into this. I just want to say. Do... Oh yeah, go ahead. Oh, okay. Oh, go ahead. Well, I, I just want you to go over the plot. So okay. get it out. Well, I was just gonna say, I'm kind of mad at myself for waiting this long to get into Telltale games because I love these type of games, like narrative driven, story driven, like choice driven games. But I always wrote off Telltale for some reason. As like, you know, you always heard about the jankiness and how the engine wasn't really that great. And they were all, you know, they just felt old. But it's they not, all it's, just felt the same. It's and not I think about that was the, only complaint. It's not about the gameplay, though. Like the whole hook here is making choices and seeing the outcome of those choices. And really cool stories. Story really fun really stories good. and characters. Because yeah. like, because I, I mean, like I said, I love narrative driven games. I I say what you will about David Cage. He's a douchebag, but I really like Quantic Dreams games. Like uh, Heavy Rain was one of my favorite games for a really, really long time. 
because I love the story in that game and I love the choices and I love that your choices have consequences. <laughs> that one's good. I'm a big fan of that game just because your choices feel weighty and they feel like they have consequences. And if you mess up or make a mistake, like you have to deal with those consequences. And that's, yeah, that is just what I love about these games. And I'm mad at myself for not giving Telltale games a better chance because there is some really great you, story here. You made them bankrupt. <laughs> it was all my fault. It it's it was interesting. I mean, now we look back at their unique place in the game market and nobody else is really doing it. And they're getting like good reviews and uh, on those earlier earlier games and they had heavyweight franchises. They got Game of Thrones. They have I huge actually licenses. really like the Game of Dave, you remember that the first been... episode? Yeah, they that never was, finished. Like, pretty those, shocking. No, they're the, I mean, the company closed, so they, Dude, they didn't finish. I think I would go. But the in, Batman games are good. I think I would have went insane if I played this when it first came out and having to wait for that next episode because the story is so good and it leaves you on a cliffhanger. And I'm just like, I need to I need to see what happens next. Yeah, it's like the first episode. The whole time I was playing this game, it's like that. You know, that feeling you get when you watch a really, really good TV show and you're like thinking about it all day and you can't wait to get back to it and see what happens next in the story. Yes. There's a lot of times where I'm thinking about it in the back of my mind. And I'm like, oh, I'm going to watch that show later. And then I'm like, no, wait, I'm I'm playing a game. It's the Wolf Among Us. And I'm like, shit, this story is really I'm glad that you good. brought that up. I like this hybrid because in my in my life, I don't know, it's just especially with the, the show. I'm sorry, you know, with the podcast, our show, we, we bounce around a lot. And I feel like this is a really cool blend of the two where I feel like I just watched a TV show. Yes. But I feel like I played an indie game. And, the, you know, the controls aren't that amazing, but it's about the story and the artwork and all this stuff. And I feel that this game was just like a fun hybrid for me. Um, and I, I, who knows? I mean, at this point, I feel feel like Telltale might make a comeback on the show. But I, how, how, before we get into the plot, is there anything else you guys want to kind of say about revisiting this classic style or this bygone era of Telltale? Yeah, Which, right. there's well, nobody really doing these right now either. Right. Which no, is it, it's like, yeah, it's like kind a of shocking driven plus like point and click almost, you know, with some of the environment stuff. Yeah. And I didn't think it looked bad. I was playing it on the, the 4K OLED and like I thought it would, looked just fine. Um, but the way that they kind of use the environments and the settings to like hide a lot of stuff, you know, that and it's like, a testament to the art style too. like it, it the holds artwork. Up. Yeah, it's timeless. Like the camera yes. shots they do where like good. they don't show somebody opening the door. They'll like pan up to the top so they don't have to like show certain things. Like it's just they find good ways to use to work around the technology that they have, I guess. Mm -hmm. But I uh, think the I think the artwork does age well. I also and I also think that the gameplay for this game specifically ages well because you're a friggin detective. Well, if you look you at know? the new trailer, it looks the same, but it just looks sharper and smoother. Yeah. Much smoother with the yes. animations. But like the art the style color. is exactly the same. The colors, yes. Oh the my contrast God. and the colors, like it's just pink. I hope you like the color pink, the man. Pink because they are used yeah. so well, yeah. Dark environments. It's got that it's like, like old detective noir feel to this one, which mm -hmm. I don't yes. know. It's just, it just makes it even better. But like the it's, the thing yeah, with light colors or something. The like Telltale that. game thing where I think it struggled with a lot of their games is like you don't want to make a choice and just end up at the same point at the end. Like, you know, you're gonna choose to save this person or this person, but you get out anyways, regardless, you know, the story goes on and you might get some of their side story. 
this one feels like it the way that it ended like it could have gone any number of ways based on who lives who dies like they make a lot of references to choices i make well i'm like and i'm thinking to myself like well what if i didn't rip out tweedledee's throat like right that's why i can't wait till i hear what you guys did and the choices you guys made throughout like the like the yeah the council of the crooked man or whatever right at the end who shows up is like here's all the choices you've made but they're represented by people and the, or you know, there might not all would have be a console depending on what choice you made <laughs> yeah, all right well like, well like, yeah <laughs> well, we like, i was it. wondering who like if anyone killed him at the end like that's, that's what yeah that's what i was referencing but oh shit all right we'll put a pin in that eric <laughs> would you mind then let's just like get into like sum up the plot what is sure. this game yeah, like uh, where are we? Like Dave said, it's kind of like a neo noir type mystery drama. Um, you play as Big B Wolf is the main character who is the big bad wolf. Um, and essentially it, ro- it revolves around these fairy tales who were ripped from their stories um, and placed into this place called Fable Town, which is like in the middle of New York City. Um and the whole thing is that they're they're sort of in hiding because they have to keep themselves hidden from the Mundies, which are just regular humans. Mundies? Uh, yeah, they're called yeah the Mundies. Oh, I didn't hear that. What they say? They That's, say that like a hundred times throughout the game. <laughs> hmm. yeah, yeah, they're called they're Mundies, like mun, like mundane people. Oh, they're Mundies. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Um, but they have this drug called Glamour, which basically hides any features of their fairy tale persona and makes them look like regular humans. So some, while some fairy tales don't need glamour because they already look like humans, like snow white, the real snow white doesn't need glamour because she already looks like a human, but like someone like toad or Colin, they're, they're animals. They need the glamour to disguise their form, their true forms. And like, correct. Even big B, big B, his true form is, you know, the big ass wolf that we see at the end and he's disguising himself to look like he does in the game. And yeah, the case with snow white, which, um, what was her name? It was, uh, it was Holly's sister. Uh, Lily, Lily. Yes. Yep. Yep. She's one of the, uh, the trolls. Yes. One of the trolls. She disguises herself as snow white and the glamour is what disguises their true form essentially, which the whole point of the glamour is to hide from the humans because the humans get freaked out when they see fairy tale creatures. I did some research and like the reason why all this is going on is because a long time ago, the fairy tale characters were like centuries ago. They were just doing their own thing. The stories that we know. And all of a sudden, some evil power came through their land and started wiping them out and pushed them out. So they either die or leave and what they did is they came to our world and it just happens to be that they're in they all went to like manhattan in an area of manhattan and they have all their witches like using magic to block them and hide them from anybody so anybody that goes by it kind of like just takes over their brain or whatever well anyways but but the but the the people that got through like everybody all the fairy tale characters or whatever that made it through to our world like you said, some of them were frogs, some of them were human. 
Well, the humans don't have to worry about glamour, but the frogs do. Well, that's and it's the expensive. Thing. Yes, it's expensive. So there's classes. There's classes going on. Classism, and like anyone who can't afford the glamour, care of. anyone who can't afford the glamour, anyone that looks like a fucking frog dude or a pig, they're supposed to get sent to the farm. Yes, which we don't know. The farm is referenced a bunch of times, and they have it like a description of it in the um, like the it's like upstate New York. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah, supposed to be like so an idyllic. Well, it's supposed to be boring, like though. an idyllic little haven for these fairy tale creatures, but they reference in like the um, I don't know what it was called, like the compendium of all the things you can view in oh, the, the game. fairy tale book. Yeah, 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 the fairy tale book. The description was like, oh, yeah, it's it's nice, but you can never leave. You can never escape. Colin keeps sneaking out somehow. Colin is. a Yeah, he's a slippery one. I let him stay. In the end, I don't know about you guys, but of course, I, yeah, yeah, I felt I felt bad, buddy. I don't know about Toad. Yeah. I don't know if you can't keep Toad, but this is like the the story pushing the the different classes. Is like, see, like this guy doesn't want to go, and he has his kid, and no matter what, he's going. But you can save Colin, will you or won't you? Kind of thing. So and I think it's just notice, kind of enforced that. Yeah, like Brandon Brandon said, if you notice the classes, all the like rich higher up people who live in the nice apartments, they're all humans. Beauty. Be well, yeah. Beast. I mean, he can have his human form, but um, Snow White. You know, all the, all those people are in like the higher. Yeah, think about Crane. But all the people like the trolls, Bluebeard, the fuck, the frogs, the pigs. Those are all they're all low tier because they can't afford the glamour. Like right. they, in the beginning, they paid for it, but they went broke essentially trying to pay for it, and now they're like living. That's in the what slums I was thinking. And... Like, do they do they run out eventually? We know that the one chick died and then when they took it off of her she turned back into a troll but like i'm assuming mr toad had it at some point yeah he did but he couldn't couldn't afford it anymore there's recipes for different glamours so you you can basically look like whoever you want to look like and that was the whole thing with like the snow white impersonator is black the black market wasn't as good so they were getting some things wrong because it mm -hmm. wasn't as good of Mm -hmm. But yeah, for for some of the for some of the creatures that that was the only place they could get it is turning you know to illegal glamour. I have a bombshell to drop on you guys. I just don't know when, but right now I'm going to tease that because I, I, oh I feel like when I think I think you guys are going to really like this one. I think this is what makes the game really interesting. But anyways, um, but yeah, there's classism. I mean that's that's the plot, right? So, mm-hmm. well, I, well, not the plot, but like that's our setting. But the plot is somebody's like going around killing these low level. Uh, um, fantasy characters. Yeah, the the plot is like there's a murder on the loose. The first, yeah, the first murder, which is Faith, and you're a detective. Yep, this Faith is a girl you meet in the beginning in episode one, and you save her from the woodsman because he's beaten on her for whatever reason. And yeah, she ends up dead. That's the cliffhanger at the end of episode one. Is she? Awesome. You know, her head shows up. It's a great cliffhanger the, too, though. Yeah, the police station. Like uh, Lilith. Right, because they introduce like some of the characters, and you get into the big fight with the woodsman, which was super cool. But then, like, yeah, you don't really know where the story's going until the end of chapter one, and finding a head on your front doorstep is a—it's a, certainly a kickoff, I guess, mm-hmm. to the story. I like that fight too, where he, like, Big B and and the woodsman are going at it, and then eventually you bury an axe the woodsman's axe in his head mm-hmm. and you're like wait a minute did i just kill a guy but because they're it's like a superhero it's like it doesn't work because they're immortal 
Although this is kind of weird. This rule's weird. Well, Sometimes... I think some of them are harder to kill than others. You know, like I think it depends. Like silver kills like big. Yeah, e. I think it depends on the f- the fairy or on the fable itself of how you know how easy it is to kill. Right, a ribbon, mm-hmm. stuff like that. Okay. Well, that's. I mean, anybody can have a ribbon. All the women had ribbons in this movie or this game. I thought. <laughs> no, just the ones that were all under the ones the, at the pudding, all the ones at the pudding and pie. Yeah, yeah. That that was like the the sign of the spell that was cast over all the all the women. My lips are sealed. So that was a hell of a first ep- uh, episode, though. Like, I think that's great. Like you said, the cliffhanger and all of a sudden, like the way, way it, like, it ends off, with yeah. that lighter. Um, you know, that was really cool. And then the music kicks in. That I love that theme song and every time. Like, I was just like, this is a great tune. It's like, it, what's that show with the kids? Uh, Stranger Things. You can't tell me that those guys were influenced by this theme song. I mean, like, come on. It just feels... Because this game takes place in the 80s, too, right? Yeah. Right? Like, the phone that he picks up at Beauty right, and the Beast. Right, I did notice that. The... Old, like, the car shapes are old looking. Right. There's no internet, no cell phones. It seems like it was the 80s. Oh, we already um, got that... That sounds I, accurate. The cliff... Yeah, I already get, we already got that wrong for episode one. Faith is not the cliffhanger. The cliffhanger is you think Snow White is dead at the end of episode one. Oh, that's right, which is so good. Yes. Which is so good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, this was, that was great. I was just like, oh, my God. Wait, I thought Snow White was like, this is getting insane. This is going to be great. Mm-hmm. Um, although I'll say the second episode is fine but i think snow white should have been missing throughout episode two she just shows up when yeah, you're interrogating she shows um, up really quick after yeah and you just she probably just it, woke like, up and quick. got to work she was just getting to right. work in the morning like just a regular day <laughs> i get it for the purposes of the story and also how these games were released because you end on that cliffhanger of episode one and then you're like what the fuck and then you have to wait a month or however long for the next episode to come out. So you're just thinking about all the possibilities of what, what could happen. Um, okay. Okay. But in episode, in episode one, then did you, what, where did you guys go? Because I went to the toad, like toad guy's house and I saw Tweedledum or whatever. After Tweedledee After upstairs. they found Faith, right? Yeah. Yeah. You, you, you went back to her apartment. Either way. I went back to her apartment, to Faith's or to Toad's apartment, which Faith's apartment is. Yeah, yes, that's where I went. Yep, yep. I went had, to the other guy was Lawrence, and I thought he was already dead. From Wait, the... do we? So we all went to Toads first. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So I think if you don't do, I think if you go to her, uh, the husband's house, the husband's house. place first. Yeah, Lawrence's place. You probably save him. You can you save, save him. him. You can save yeah. him. Yes. Whoops. So Prince Lawrence died for all of us, which. <laughs> yeah. yeah it happens he did yeah i wonder what i wonder if he's a bigger character in the story if you actually are able to save him or you but either decision you make though is going to take you to interrogating Tweedledee, right yeah that's that's in the beginning of episode two okay is the uh, yeah episode one ends with the the trip trap and you end up running into the woodsman and then one of the tweedles walks in and then you have to choose who to arrest okay Basically, yes. Yep. Okay. I arrested the, the woodsman, which oh, I probably dumb. D. Yeah. I didn't see. I didn't see any blood on D, so I didn't. My guy, he's just an asshole. So. Oh, so that's who you had in your interrogation. You had the woodsman. You had Woody. 
Yeah, the woodsman in my interrogation. Oh, uh-huh, so that's okay. sweet. Yeah, how did okay. that go? All right, my bad. Yeah. I'm assuming that we all just end up going to Tweedledee, but okay, so yeah, you had woodsman. What'd you do? I was a pacifist in this game. I I was so nice to everybody. Dude, I didn't kill anybody. I was just like, I'm going to withstand Snow's I almost, policy, which is we're not like them. We're better. I almost want to play through a whole nother playthrough because you know how you always have the option to say nothing? I really yeah. want to know what it's like if you say nothing for every single choice. <laughs> Just a silent protagonist. Yes, <laughs> I really, I, I'm really curious. It's got to be an what achievement. The, what the it's outcome be would be if you said nothing for every single choice? Oh, I mean, you'd have That's to eventually place. choose. Like, like right here, you'd have to choose to arrest the woodsman, or right there, there is some binary choices where you have to choose well, something. But which yes, saying like, nothing through the entire game. So, yeah, I beat the shit out of the woodsman in the interrogation. Oh, and, Dave. Dave's yeah, they, the violent cop, well, the bad you know, cop. I'm just trying to get some things done. I'm trying to get some goddamn answers around here. So, well, yeah, in the beginning, Snowden appreciate it, and they ended up bringing that up in the trial way at the end of the game, how I beat my prisoner. You know, so there's a little line in there about that. But, yeah, because well, I, Dave, you I thought was... the woodsman was the killer, though. Like you thought Snow White and he knew. I knew he knew something. Faith died in yeah, the beginning. I was fingering. He's got a goddamn axe. The woodsman <laughs> to as Faith's killer, but then, like after we met up at the trip trap, I'm like, mm, I'm not so sure. Which is why I went for D after that, because like I obviously you're gonna suspect the woodsman at first because she was or he was there with Faith and yeah. he was knocking the shit out of her. So. I, I suspected him first, but then I'm like, okay, you know, he just seems like he's wrong place, wrong time. So I went for D instead. Yeah. I was like, this guy has to be a really good liar, you know, if he is not telling the truth. So why did D have the blood all over him when you chase him? I take it. Yeah. You chase him, you hunt him down, you do the little drive with Ichabod there, and then you do the interrogation. Why, why did he have the blood on him? I'm assuming Lawrence's house. Yeah. Nice. So then you find out and find out Snow's alive after I beat my prisoner. Yeah, she comes in <laughs> after I. Like, hey guys, prisoner. what's going on? So, whoopsie daisy, I may have beaten a prisoner. He was fine though. Didn't do anything too bad. But all, but a lot of the stuff that like when you meet these characters, it all leads to you learning about. Um, there's a black market, uh, glamour out there. Somebody's killing these women. One of them turns out to be Holly's um, sister, and so she's kind of a main character because her and her entourage at the bar are, just make a lot of appearances, but that her sister Lily dies, and they'll just you can see this is more about the character of Snow White, and it's pushing just like this world that, you know, like something's corrupt, something's going on. And everybody's angry that nothing's getting done because, like, nobody's taking care of the the lower class. Right. Holly and and her crew are, like, the representatives of the lower class, essentially. Right. Uh, And it's interesting, man. Like, I don't know. I don't know. Like, I don't know how how much, like, you guys looked at, like, who likes this game. But I've, from my, (laughs) my research, but, like, from my perspective, like, what I've seen, though, is that the... LBGTQ community likes this game. And I was thinking about like, man, a lot of them really like this game. And I wonder why. And then as I'm playing this game, I can only imagine that they probably relate to the second class kind of uh, topic theme. 
and then how people who are gay versus people who are trans very different and that they have to you know one has to do so much more to fit in right and i was that, just thinking about and the concept of like hiding who you truly are you hiding know? yeah exactly so exactly so hmm. i was just thinking about it, like i get it now like i think that's why this game means something to probably that community i could be wrong but it's just something no, i was it observing makes sense yeah absolutely you know but but this game it the themes are what's great and that's why i like the the stuff with holly it might seem unnecessary but they're just trying to enforce that there is a second class the, well it, the it flushes out the, the world a lot more than like if it was a black and white like oh we're trying to solve this murder you know it's it's how these all these actions affect the people down below the people in the streets the people who are living a little bit harder lives right. than you know all the people in the luxury apartments but yeah, everybody's everybody's got to do what they can. And f- forgive and forget. Forgive and forget, right? Like Big B is trying to do good and everybody's giving him shit because he was the bad wolf. And then I was like, "What? What is the story?" So I looked into that like um the, what is it, the appendix or what mm-hmm. was that thing the that they had? Well, he literally I, killed like thousands of people. I looked at his oh, story. Really? Yeah. Oh, jeez. So I looked at it and it's like they kind of mentioned it in the game, but um, his father was the Northern Wind. Yes, and, that's where he gets his uh, huff and puff. And powers. it fell in love for a brief moment with a giant white wolf. His mother, the white wolf, the or winter whatever. winter wolf, I think was her winter name. wolf or something. Yeah, and but then he ditched her, and she had all these pups. And uh, he and then the big bad wolf Bigby, he was like the runt of the group, and she left him. And they all, or, I'm sorry, the mother dies. And the other brothers and whatever All of his siblings uh, well, left. Yeah. Left, yeah. Oh, so you looked at the. Yeah, I did. That's I read a pretty this. cool story. I read a lot. I read through a lot of that stuff. So, okay, yeah, it was great. Mm-hmm. I love when the game makes me want to do that. And he, to survive, he had he was all alone. He was abandoned. He's like, well, I'm not going to leave my mother's corpse here. So I'm going to keep it alive and fight things off. But he couldn't, so he had to start small. And what happened was, first he was like taking like grasshoppers, and then mice, and then rabbits, and then deer, and then and he kept going bigger and bigger and bigger. And then he got really angry and he wanted to go after the Northern Wind for leaving his mother. And he got his ass whooped. The mm-hmm. Northern Wind just kicked his ass. But he had all this anger and ability to kill. So he just terrorized the lands. Mm-hmm. So that's why he was doing the things he was doing in like the the Three Little Pigs hmm. and the Little Red yeah, Riding Yeah, he was just going like around like massacring. And everybody remembers everybody. this. Yeah. So he's like this thug from like centuries ago, and they're like, "I want my cop." Now. I mean, he's in fairy tale land. He's basically a serial killer. You know, that's what it is. And now he's a cop in this fable fable town. So I can get right. why Which people Bluebeard don't was trust too, him. Yeah. Well, yeah. who was Bluebeard? I thought it was like he was the genie or something. No, he was a serial killer. He used he's, to kill his wife. Yeah, he's like, like a super the... rich dude. Yeah, who killed his wife essentially oh he's like a serial killer for some reason his wealth carried over unlike beauty mm-hmm. and the beast their wealth did not carry over but his carried over and he's filthy rich so he's just part of the i don't know what his exact title is I, yeah because there was a little reference to a genie lamp in ichabod crane's office so i just assumed he was just like the genie because he had that like sharp little goatee and i'm like i could see him as a blue genie sure Oh, I liked I liked I no the, the genie lamp. The genie lamp was funny. If you interact with it, Bigby just rubs it, and he's like, "Nothing happens." He's like, "Well, it's worth a try." <laughs> yeah, I like the uh, Griffin character or whatever that thing is from Wizard of Oz. Uh, 
Oh, uh, the blue monkey guy. He's just getting drunk all the time. He was helpful. Yeah, he's funny. I, <laughs> I liked him, and I liked the mirror. I liked that whole, I liked all that stuff. I thought that was fun. That felt fairy tale, but it was like cool because I'm a detective. Buff, I don't know. That's why I thought Buff, this. Yeah, the whole thing was cool because I knew nothing about the comics. I knew it. It bases it. You, everybody has like a foundation of fairy tales in the back of their head somewhere, but like you know, it gives it a little bit of grounding so you kind of know a little bit about these characters as you find out who yep. they are yeah it's it's really cool I which like makes the yeah and then that makes their interactions more interesting because you know there's some history behind it and some of that stuff did it, any of you guys ever watch that abc show once upon a time Mm-mm. it's oh that's what it's called no it's so lame dude it, My i was actually it into it for a while but then <laughs> no. like with every other show that goes on for too long it gets like stupid and weird but honestly, the first couple seasons were pretty good. I mean, it's an ABC show. It's a cable television show. So, yeah, you get that a little bit of cheesiness and hokiness. But mm-hmm. I think they treat the fairy tales really well. And it's I was reminded a lot of that during this game. It's like a darker, grittier version of that show, which I, I really like. It just liked. seems like it's just safe. Like, this was... This had heart, but it also had violence and also has just fun character like the toad guy was hilarious he's toad just was great i thought so miserable i thought toad's voice was actually um the narrator from the stanley parable like he sounded a lot like him but it, i looked it up and it was not i was disappointed but no i, the voice I thought toad was good in this oh yeah all the voice acting was great in this but yeah toad, there was some there's some really cool and interesting characters in this game so did you guys read on georgie porgy I don't know the actual like story of Georgie Porgy, but yeah, I... Yeah, I guess... Yeah, he would have been a fable. What uh, What is his? Wow, I was asking you. You guys read the book. Oh, I thought you had a story. <laughs> I know, I thought you had a story. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, damn, what a tease. Uh-huh. Yeah, I didn't know him, well, but I knew I read, everybody else. I read his entry. Nursery rhyme, ready? Georgie oh, Porgy, pudding and pie, kissed the girls and made them cry. When the girls came out to play, Georgie Porgy ran away. There you go. That's it's weird. And then he they, turned into that. They, and they made they a mix. strip club pudding and pie, though. It's hilarious. <laughs> it's hilarious. It's not. I like that. I like the mix that they have in this game because it's not purely fairy tale, like Grimm's Brothers fairy tales or yeah. anything. It's a mix of like, there's like cryptozoology with the Jersey Devil and like, yeah, nursery rhymes. Yeah, dude. Like, there's a Wizard of Oz combina- character. Yeah, there's a good combination of not just strictly like fairy tale characters. It's all like mythological. I really think he was from Wizard of Oz. I thought that guy was just like a some monkey. Oh, Buffkin. Yeah. Buffkin's. It says Wizard of Oz in the thing. Really mm-hmm. nice. In, in the game, if you go in the game and actually look at all the characters, they they I read them all mm-hmm. uh, after I finished the game. I was like, I need, I don't know why I'm doing now, but like I did after I finished the game. Yeah, I, I, I read thought. through a couple, but yeah, when I finished, I was like reading through a bunch of them. But they're they're well written and they give context to a lot of different characters yeah definitely from oz yeah flying monkey no shit Hmm. okay yeah so they they kind of created a whole backstory just based on that on that nursery rhyme which is kind of cool because yeah i mean his backstory based on what was in like the the fable book that i read was like he him and what was the girl with the ribbons name i forgot her name narissa no that was no that was that's, that's a little mermaid Whatever, whatever, oh, her, shoot. whatever her name was, they were like together in fairy tale land, and they had this dream of like going to Fable Town and starting this strip club, and 
they, they had, <laughs> the they had American this dream. dream in mind. Yeah, exactly. Because um, they pretty much came up from nothing. They didn't have much back in back when they were in fairytale land. So they kind of wanted to make something out of themselves when they came over. For achieving his dream, he's kind of a prick. Vivian, yeah. We should know her name because she's actually like one of the big plot points because like there's this building mystery, which I like when the games can do this, where there's a mystery. And I, I'm gonna, like I said, there's a bombshell I want to drop in you guys, but but like you're, you're chasing this killer. Turns out to be uh, the crooked man, right? But it's mm-hmm. not really him because he's having, he's like influencing... Like the He's like kind of exploiting everybody. Well, yeah. your, your first, your first like solid evidence is you think it's Crane. Like that's the first one that's like, okay, we have the red herring or whatever. Right. Exactly. Cause you get the photographic evidence of him with Lily, like on, not on the night she died, but like he, he knew he, they, we knew he was associated with her and he, yeah, he's just a he creep though. Room. He's just a creep. Yeah. <laughs> but you think like, he's just using glamour to make them look like Snow White so he can have sex with them with, disgusting right so but we're thinking like okay crane's the murderer but really he was framed essentially to take the fall for everything um but yeah throughout the entire game i was like going back and forth like they're like brandon like like you said brandon like there's this overarching mystery like what is really going on here like even when you find out it's the crooked man you're still like there's something that doesn't quite add up with everything like what is the connection between the crooked man and these stripper, you know, everything comes together at the end. But that throughout the entire game, it's like you're just trying to make all these connections to different characters. And yeah, I, I kept me on the hook through the whole game. Nerissa is the Little Mermaid and she's throughout the game. And you why think is her name Nerissa not... and not Ariel? I, I, I don't know. A Disney thing. I don't know the original. Yeah, I don't know who Narissa is. Um, or could just be her stage name. Yeah, it could be. Yeah. Um, Narissa. But I like that they planted her in. You're thinking, like, why does she keep bothering Bigby? Like, what is her deal? Like, why does she keep coming to visit? Like, she doesn't pan out to anything. But then, like, later on in the game, she says that I've been, she had to, like, give him the hints, right? Okay, I have an answer um, if you're curious. In the original okay. story, Little Mermaid didn't have a name. Ariel is Disney's name for her. Nerissa is Telltale's name for her. That's oh, that's it. Okay, that makes sense. But um, <clears throat> but anyways, yeah. So Nerissa does turn out to be a big character. Um, the Crooked Man turns out to be big, big character. Georgie, like, and Vivian, and they all play these parts that affect all the things that bit you as the character is trying to figure out what's going on with these women in their heads. Who's killing these people? I like how it does actually land, even though you're making these big, crazy decisions, um, which is like ripping people's arms off or killing them or whatever. I didn't kill anybody, by the way. Did anybody kill? I killed one. One person. Who'd you kill? I killed Tweedledum. Dumb. Yep. I ripped his throat out when I was going wolf. My first playthrough yep. I did as well. I was like, fuck these thugs. Yeah, I was like, I'm in the They're moment. I, I was. Guns. I was. I feel like I was more role playing. Bigby's character in that moment like he was seeing red and he was like enraged he had no control over what he was doing and I'm like I think Bigby would have ripped his throat out at this moment it would have been a mistake and he would have felt bad about it but I think this is what he would have done in this moment so. So, 
I mean, I don't know how we all got there. I don't know if it's all the same. But for Georgie, for me, he got stabbed when we were in the Crooked Man's lair. Mm -hmm. And he was injured. And then we were chased. And I chased him all the way to the strip club. He spilled his guts, <laughs> literally, on everything like uh, that he did and that the Crooked Man did. And then he was dying, laying on the floor. And he's like, I basically just ended it for him. Like, Mercy killed him. I did not. No. That was, one of the, that was die, one of the parts. Lead out. That was one of the parts that I. Yeah, fuck yeah. I was, I'm a badass <laughs> in the Fable Town. But, you know, after that whole. After the whole Crooked Man encounter where you're like, you know, he's got all his thugs there. You're kind of, you know, it's your chance to, you know, he's behind everything. So he's like the main target at the top of the, at the top of the pyramid who's kind of pulling all the strings. You let him bleed out, David? But no, when you're doing that chase scene as the wolf chasing after Georgie, I noticed that when you land on Georgie's car, you oh, look yeah. over and you see the crooked man in his limo and then he turns around a corner and drives away and you you had a choice at that point where you could pick which car to jump on so i did it on georgie i went on georgie's car but i did it accidentally well i wanted to arrest the so did i man. i didn't know that was the crooked man's car i was like oh i'm i'm chasing georgie so i'm going to yeah it's actually like, yeah. i was just pickling cuz like i didn't I realize it, it was yeah i didn't realize it was the so man. you get to the pudding and pie when you jump on georgie's car and he's up and alive on his chair and his chicks alive with him. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Vivian. Yeah. If, and I was like, I'm like, this wasn't right. This is not what I wanted to do. And this is the only time I did it. I went and I restarted that episode because <sighs> oh. and I played, and I played, I made all the exact same choices except okay. I just jumped okay. on the crooked man's car. Okay. So, so how'd that, yeah. How'd that, so you ride on the car for a second. Uh, Bloody Mary slams on the brakes. You go flying off and then she runs you over. And then you wake up, and then you just go to the pudding and pie, and you end up there. Oh, but it's after okay. a longer it's after a longer time. So when I got mm -hmm. there the first time, it was Georgie and his chick, and they were she was helping him out, and blah blah blah. When I got there the second time after the crooked man, she was already dead, and her head was popped off, oh. and Georgie was lying on the ground, and he was all sad, like he was asking for me to kill him. So it does end the same essentially, but yeah. Do you does he tell you that she's like, oh, she was the reason why everybody was putting ribbons on their throats, or right? Uh, no, Narissa shows up at the at the gathering at the end by the well, and she kind of spills because Narissa does reiter reiterate it at the end. Oh, yeah. clever telltale. Okay, well that's uh, whatever. That's cool. I mean, so it kind of ends up in the same point, but it's still yeah. So wait, what? I would have never. Never known that though. That's that's a cool, cool little difference in the story. Yeah, so I'll say going in Georgie's car is the better of the two then because you don't seem seems to like get run over. Option. It's yeah. like uh Bail Ball going to the battle at the end of the mm -hmm. fight and then he gets knocked out. Yeah, it seems like you miss you just miss it. You just miss you miss some you miss some of the <laughs> yeah. backstory. Because yeah, you get the whole spiel with Georgie explaining everything and then you also get a little bit of backstory of Georgie and Vivian's relationship because you can tell that they actually have a legitimate like well, and you it also kind of not that it redeems Georgie, but you know why Georgie bit, did it. It was to save her. It's the it was the love of mm -hmm. his life, and he right. killed these people because he he said that was the reason why. Does he she died. Die? Do it again. I, I fucking do it again. Right. <laughs> does she die in that scene? She does die. She's, yes. No matter does what, she, she's just gonna pull that rip. She, she pulls she's, off, she's, her, and then her head just she's killed. Does Georgie by grief? Georgie die first? Then no, no. Vivian pulls it, and then Georgie just kind of gives up in life and loses all will yeah. to live. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he was already there when I found him, so I just 
let them continue. <laughs> I wonder. I really wonder what would happen. Bag. Do you know? Do, do you remember when Narissa comes to your office? I forget what chapter it was, but she comes and she's trying to help you, but her lips are sealed. She can't say anything, mm-hmm. and that's when she like points you in the direction to go to like uh, Beauty and Beast's apartment. There's an option in one of those to pull her ribbon off, like without asking her or anything. Oh, that's but right. She would have slapped. I didn't she do that. She would have slapped your hand, I think. Yeah, there is that ending I want to talk about, though. So wait before we get there. Yeah, please. There's there's one choice that I actually legitimately felt bad about and regret doing, and it's burning Auntie Greenleaf's tree. Oh, you asshole. I, I saved it. I, I burned I her tree. T- okay, this is what I want to know. Because I burned her tree, and I felt instantly bad about it. And I'm like, no. You wanted Snow White to be happy with you. I did. I was like, I don't know. Snow White's I, I didn't, I didn't. No, I didn't want Snow to be angry. But I, as soon as I did it, I'm like, no, I didn't. I want. I don't want to. Who am I? Who I did? I just it, lived it, with it. In my head, I'm thinking... Like, you got this chick that's making all these things. Why not just hire her for the department and give people the glamours? Like, it shouldn't be something that people are charged with. It should be something that their government, a service that their government provides for them. Like, they shouldn't have to pay out of pocket and expect people to get all these glamours. It should be like going to the Social Security Yeah, so how does that... You know, have her working for, you know, in the ministry, in the Ministry of Magic with everybody else. And uh, yeah, I don't doing think it as like a service. yeah, like you said, I don't think glamour should be a, a luxury. It's yeah. like a necessity. They should provide it. For it you. is a necessity to them, and absolutely for sure. Do you actually end up hiring her, and like she starts yeah. working for yeah. you? She that's does. what I wanted. Interesting. That's what like my plan was. They they do bring it up at the at the council at the end too. No, she was pissed. She was pissed that I burned her tree, but I ended up. I mean, I won her over um, because. I forget what it was. I was really good at winning over the crowd at the end there, though. I'm sure she did when <laughs> she burned my tree. You were role. You were role playing again. I regretted it instantly. <laughs> You're the big like, <laughs> Shouldn't have done that. Um, but, oh well. She ended up siding with us at the end. So. Hey, can we? I was gonna say, can we hit on the uh, the Bloody Mary character for a little bit? Oh, we yeah. haven't touched her yeah, at all. Intense. And um, while I think her acting isn't. The ba- I think she's the weakest actor out of everyone in the game because actually you actually enjoyed everyone's actor, even the kid Toad. But it was it was okay. But the character itself was very sweet. Like I loved that character. Like, the character's cool. I wish they used her a little bit better. Like she just kind of she shows up at the end of chapter three. I think it is when you got the big fight um, and you turn into the wolf. Yeah, that was fucking dope. Why, whatever, that's why I killed dumb. But like, oh she yeah, she shows up. She shows up, and she doesn't really. That's your first inclination that like you know something bigger is going on here. It's not just Crane. Um, mm-hmm. but yeah, I, I don't know. She she doesn't show up all that much. Like she's kind of in the background. Like she's used as the crooked man's main muscle or whatever. They, but, they just kind of set her up as like the the big bad that can like yeah equal Big B's muscle right or, you know she was she took she him was down pretty once, powerful so. up until up until if he's not being shot in the back with silver bullets but if he's actually like in a fair fight fair fight but if he's full on wolf mode he seems pretty invincible at that point 
Oh, his but yeah, that's his where, true form. That's when yeah. he blew the wind and blew away all the different versions of her. Um, and I thought that was like a really cool scene. Uh, but yeah, yeah, it was yeah. fun. It was fun. Like, well, I was like, gotta have some action in this game. You had to have the the classic. I mean, he's the big bad, big bad wolf, and what yeah. he does is huff and puff right. and blows. And I'm like, that's gotta be in here somewhere. Right. Exactly. But it wasn't cheesy. And he's smoking the huff and puffs, which I throughout the game, which is funny. That's like his brand of cigarettes. Yeah. Like, he's the only one. Still. He's the only one who smokes them because he get, he offers one. I offered one to Woody at one point, the woodsman. But Wood the woodsman was like, "This is a shit brand." <laughs> Wait, when the crooked man asked you guys to sit down, what did you guys do? Oh, I smoked. Same. I did smoke as well. Yeah. yeah, that's exactly what Big B would do. Just light up a light up a cigarette. I love how it ends when you just light the thing and doesn't. I love that. That's the yeah the the end of that episode. Yep. Yep. I'm waiting for your bombshell, Brandon. So you yeah. so you do the so you do the so you do the crooked man, right? Kind of thing. And uh -huh. we all I think made different decisions there. So one of us killed him, right? No, I don't think any of us killed him. I didn't kill him. No, we all arrested him and brought him to. The uh the well not the wishing well what is it the I meant the witching well the, witching the well. only reason I mentioned it was because I was hoping that somebody did because I wanted to know what would happen uh, especially if Georgie Porgy dies and you kill the crooked man I'm like that's not a good look like I right I don't I don't think things would go over well I mean nobody chucked him down the well I was close no I did not I don't no, know what I, is the witching well is there did anyone read so that? basically I did yeah, yeah. It, it's like a, a bottom well it's not I don't know if it's bottomless but nobody knows what's at the bottom of it essentially like you throw like purgatory shit down there don't know. And, and it never comes back yeah yeah <laughs> nobody knows what's down there so that's where they banish like really bad criminals Something like that, or like dead bodies. Like if you die, they, they also throw. So somewhere out there, if there is like a portal to some place, dead bodies will be chucked out, or a criminal <laughs> a garbage pile. Just, you know, you don't gotta take your garbage. Wait for garbage day. Just chuck it in the witching well. Yeah, but I would like for these things to be explored in the sequel. Like you know, like like there's a scene where like you get thrown down the witching well, and like maybe you see the other end. I don't know. I was just reading up on what happens if you actually do kill the crooked man in the warehouse. Yeah, what happens? Um, basically, the same kind of thing happens, but everybody just fears you. Like nobody thinks that because you go around you know, killing, right? Like because Judge yeah. Dread. So so everybody looks at you the same. You know they think you're not performing your duties, but hmm. there's still a trial, and he's still like, you know, they still say like, oh, he's guilty of all this shit. And then you have another option to kill him if you bring him back to trial because you you had the option to rip his head off, throw him down the well, or lock him up. <laughs> and if you, if you rip his head off, you you kill him right away, and then all the people will just fear you. Hmm. And like, because if whatever, if you lock him up, at the end you get the whole thing of like, you know, people are starting to come around on Big B because he's trying to do the right thing. They they're starting to see that he's changed since you know. Since Fairy Tale Land, I really hope that they do a sort of Mass Effect thing where they take your save and implement your choices Ooh. in the sequel. Because at the end, I ran after Narissa when she's leaving, because like he's he's thinking of all these things in his mind, and he's making some connection, but we don't know what that is. Like you run after her, and then it just cuts to black, and that's it. So I I really want to know like what. What 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 was I think he that's thinking? The, what was he gonna say to her? 
that's the little cliffhanger. Because, well, because that's what she says to him. She says, you're really not. As well, hold on a second. We, we will. But hold on. I want to say <laughs> right one, one thing. One thing. When right. I first go through the teleporting door and I go to meet the crooked man, you encounter yeah. uh, little, like, little, Tiny, Tiny Tim. Tim. And mm-hmm. dude, I thought Tiny Tim was the crooked man. I was so mean to him. Oh, and I thought it was like the thing where like the host is actually like the guy. He's just like is acting like I thought he was something that was a foot. I'm like, <laughs> you're just a dick. To so I was so mean to him. He's like, hey, it's like, Bigby, wait. It's like, this is my only job. Like, don't go in without me. I, I want to look you're bad. Such a dick. And I'm like, I just like left him behind. And I was just like, and then I, the crooked man was there. And I'm like, oh, fuck. Sorry. No, I was, I was Sorry, so Tim. nice to Tiny Tim. Tim, what the hell are you doing here? Good evening, Sheriff. I'm here to take you to the boss. Thanks, by the way, for leaving off Tiny. Tiny Tim. You'd think I'd have outgrown that centuries ago. I have to admit, when they asked me to watch the door, I wasn't sure what to expect when you came through that portal. But I get it. You're not here on a social call. What is this place? Or where is it? I know I'm not in Central Park anymore. I'm not sure. I've only ever come in through one of the portals. I don't think you can get in from the actual street. But you can't blame him for wanting to make it hard to find. I'm supposed to bring you right on in, so if you'll come this way. Look, this is the one thing I have to do. Please don't make this hard on me. Fine, lead on. He's yeah. the one that greets you. I think, and then yeah, up. I think I think he was just at the lair. Yeah. Then you see him at the very end of the, uh, the employ- unemployment line or whatever, because right. everybody's unemployed. They're all mad at you because again, it's the line it's at the business office. Like, hey, you yeah. saved you saved the town. You fought the bad guy, but guess what? None of these people have jobs. Georgie doesn't. None of those people that worked at Georgie's place have a job now, right? Mm-hmm. All these people that work for Crookedman don't have a job now. What are you gonna do? Well, I didn't get it. Was unemployment line. It was kind of. Eh. I gave Toad all that money I stole from Ichabod Crane. I so. did too. I did like, too. Like, dude, I, dude, dude, get shit. your shit together. Get your fucking glamour and stop. When is being there a an deadbeat. opportunity to give Toad money? I. So when I you a... go to the butcher, you go and you interrogate that asshole, and and it turns out there's like a secret layer behind all that. That was cool looking too. Yeah. Like when you're walking through the freezer and all that stuff. Yeah. And then you go to that back room. And then you're like, what the fuck? You let him out, dude. And he's like, well, yeah. I'm like, these guys will kill me. I work for them. You don't understand. This is bigger than you. So, and then while you're investigating, you you go into Ichabod's coat. And there's like mm-hmm. three pockets. One of them has yeah. money. You keep that money. So when you see Toad later on, you are, oh, so when you go to meet Jack uh, from Jack and the Beanstalk, he's at the dry cleaners or whatever that is. And he's mm-hmm. he's talking to him there, and uh, you, he's trying to sell the donkey suit. Toad is, so you offer the okay. money at him there, and he says, "I don't want you fucking money." Mm-hmm. You didn't make that. So then I'm like, "All right." So then I get to offer did it you, again. So did you go to the pawn shop first? Then yeah, uh, I went to the butcher first. I went to the butcher. That's first. probably oh, why. No, okay. I went to the butcher first too. Okay. Well, I don't remember seeing Toad. In the that's what shop. I did. Yeah, Evan, that's what I did. Because I don't think anybody... I think Jack 
was there, but he left. I don't know. I don't well, remember when seeing you go. Toad. Okay, see Toad that's cool because you see him at the ministry when he's when he gets called in at the ministry. And Snow White says, "Go I talk like to I Toad." And I'm gonna I would have given him money, but I, maybe I didn't take the money. I don't remember. Well, I don't know. Honest. You see Toad if you if, if you go and interrogate Jack working at that pawn shop. Okay. Yeah, he didn't take the money then, but he took it at. I must have not taken the money. Okay. Weird. But no, that's cool that we can have those those differences. Yeah. But it, regardless, he should have got his goddamn glamour. What the hell, Toad? Right? He what do you use that money for? What are you doing? Yeah, he's not he's not a perfect character. You know, he seems like he's, he's a deadbeat. He, yeah, he's, he's a jerk. He's kind of a dick to his kid too. He's you know? miserable. He's just miserable. Mm-hmm. He's tired of it. Single parent, it looks like. I hope in the Wolf Among Us too, we get to visit the farm and see Toad and TJ living a happy life. Yeah, do you let Colin, Colin out or no? Still be hanging out as an apartment. <laughs> cool. All the stuff kind of comes together at the end. I think that's why people like this, but it leaves just enough of a mystery at the end, which is what we're gonna get into. So Narissa kind of starts talking about like I was the one that was drop putting the heads there because you needed to know. I had I was kind of pushing you along because you wouldn't have done it if I didn't give you direct hints. And I'm sorry. But I had to do it. Like she kind of knew more or less what was going on. She was kind of guiding Bigby. The thing is, this is this is the wild part. Oh God, Narissa may not be who you think she is. Who did you meet? Was it re- the real Faith, right. or was it Narissa putting something on? Which I think that's what it was. I think Narissa acted as Faith, and uh. That's why she said the same thing. You're not as bad as they say they think you're, or, or whatever. But which is like something that she just says. So you, so you're thinking, so you're saying, faith or the faith we saw in the beginning of the game was actually Narissa acting as faith. And a glamour. But why would she be doing that? But faith, right? We don't know. Yeah. But why would they do that? A, this is a speculation open. that everybody has. Mm-hmm. Or faith was. Like that the whole time, but then there was glamour, and the the Little Mermaid Narissa. She was glamoured to look like Faith, and Faith got away scot free, but it was Narissa. Mm-hmm. We don't know because we never revisit it. Probably not that because I'm sure the mortician doctor like guy would probably said something at this point like, "Hey, the because he- eventually Lily's body does change after some time." When they take the, I think Narissa used the other two or something, you know. And I think she acted as Faith. I'm sorry. Yeah, Faith. And Faith gets killed. And L- then Lily gets killed. And they both get fucked with the glamour. And I think Narissa got away scot-free. I could be yeah, wrong. I mean, but either way, if that is the case... Then she's Narissa, a bad person. Then she's Narissa, either way, is the cause of both of their deaths. Even if she did it accidentally or something else happened. You know? Like, when it comes down to it, it was, it was her fault. But why? Why would they do any of that? In case there's like another... To leave a mystery. Right, in case there's something... Why would they end the game like that? Like, that's the whole... It could be just fucking their brains for fun, but... We'll figure it out in the next movie. Drop a teaser on you like that and just, you know... Movies that end with like a little cliffhanger like that are are great. Because it keeps you thinking about them. Mm -hmm. There's no way that they end it like this and then it doesn't come back around in the sequel, you know? That would be so cool 
if like Faith's there and she's like, I have no time to explain, but you need to help me out or something like that. I'm like, all right, here we go. <laughs> like, how are you alive? You know, right. Snow White's like, this doesn't happening. make any sense. You know, Buffkin's like, I'll go and consult the mirror, you know? <laughs> well, yeah, something happens. Cause I, like I said, I rewatched or I watched the, the trailers uh, today and like Bigby's not in, he's not a, the sheriff anymore he's like a private or he's not working at all and then snow comes to him and he's a private he well he's talking to snow in the teaser trailer and she comes to him with a problem she's like we need you back and he's like at the time he's a private investigator he's not the sheriff anymore um, okay. so she needs help with something but he's not actually in the sheriff position so something between the end of this game and the sequel happens but I'm sure we'll find always that out. something going on in Fable Town. Mm-hmm. That was a super cool game, though. Thanks for recommending, Brandon. Yeah, it was, it was I different. Had a good time there. I haven't played Telltale game I, in so long. Like it, it, it was fresh. It was exciting. It was good. Awesome, dude. I was hooked. Like that end of the episode. End of the, end of episode one. I was I was like hooked. I I just had to know what was going on. They do such a good job of the cliffhangers in between episodes, and it just makes you want to keep going. Yeah. You know, I, I don't think I ever would have played this game if we didn't do it for the show. You know, like I had no interest in this game whatsoever. Right. Because I didn't under like when it was announced at the Game Awards back in 2019, the sequel, like people were losing their minds. I'm like, you know, it's a big deal. I, I've heard of this game, but I, I don't know anything about it. How do we get other people? Like, how would you say to somebody else? Like, hey, you should try it out. Like, you should play this game. Like, what what would you say about this game? Like, it's worth it's like it's worth the i don't know 10 hours well you say it all the time brandon store or video games don't have good stories usually usually they don't have good acting good stories usually it's more good about acting the and good stories graphics. this this game is the opposite the gameplay <laughs> takes a backseat right. and you're it's the characters and the voice acting and yeah. the, the story takes front and center so like i said in the beginning and visually I felt like beautiful. i was watching visually beautiful yeah I felt like I was watching like a TV series, you know, like a serialized yeah. TV series. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if anyone looking for a really, really good story should absolutely check out this game. Like and it, it's a good one just to sit back and relax and play because like the, some of the quick time event scenes are those those that's the only part of the game that i found a little bit annoying is like the button tapping some of oh, the, the button tapping i don't mind i don't like but i don't mind like swiping left or right like that's fine like i feel like that's yeah, fine like, whatever i feel like there was a little bit too much of that like there was they did they used that the same off. sequence a lot because i'm falling and, asleep and, like, like answering questions us and like oh shit i gotta right go left and right and hit a yeah no <laughs> no but when i'm making when i'm making the the choices like the story choices and like you know everything's hitting on with the story i'm like at the edge of my seat just wanting to know what happens next yeah 15 hours 15 or 15 dollars for a 10 hour game so you're getting like a lot of value per hour there for like a really really good story you pay 15 dollars to see a two-hour movie in a movie theater and this is a hybrid of a of a tv show and a video game because like if you look mm-hmm. at like the first i don't know whatever show it's like 10 episodes and each episode's an hour right or maybe with credits it's like 15 minutes so this pans out mm-hmm. to be like a season right right but it's a season that you can make decisions in and then if you have other friends 
get into it with you at the same time. You can do what we're doing. It's just like, what did you pick? What did you pick? And just know that you just experienced a really fun story and it's different. But like Dave called this a long time ago and I think it's really cool is that we all have the same background. We all more or less know these stories, these old ass folklore stories, you know, and it's just like this different spin on it and it's mature. And I think the visuals hold up. I think the music holds up. And when video games do like narrative story driven stuff, it's not always that good. I don't care how many A's you want to put in the in the, the quality of the game. It doesn't mean that the acting's always good. In this game, outside of Bloody Mary, I think the acting was great. I thought they were very interesting. Like I love every time they introduced a character. Tweedle D and Twiddle Dumb were awesome character uh, designs and most games get focused on the game aspect of it, and this is all just focused on the story and the narrative mm-hmm. of it, which no, that's not the focus at all. Like the highlight is is definitely the story. Like this was a great one. I played it with my wife every episode. She was ready to jump right back no in. No shit. Oh, sat really? on the couch next. Well, yeah, I let her make a lot of the choices too. She was the oh, she was cool. the asshole. I had to explain to her that Big B is also like Big B, like Big Bad Wolf. Big yeah. B. She's mm-hmm. like, oh, yeah. it took her a second there, but yeah, <laughs> yeah, yep. it's funny. But yeah, it's a Big great, wolf. great wife or girlfriend game. She can, you know, if she's looking at her phone, it doesn't really matter because she's still kind of watching and listening to it at the same time. But most times, you know, she's into it and paying attention and like very invested no, I, in the story. It's good. I, I just played this by myself in the dark (laughs) in my office (laughs) i was like Uh, fully invested in the story like focused with headphones on yeah yeah like i'm gonna make the damn decisions around here and i'm gonna give that bug ring to snow white god damn it (laughs) uh that's great uh is there anything else we want to touch on with this i feel like other than that like just go fucking play the game and if you yeah we have such a long conversation but and then get and then get excited for the sequel because it, it, hopefully it's gonna happen hopefully it'll pan out well that's the thing i went from caring zero percent about the sequel to like i want to play this right now you know right yeah awesome glad everybody enjoyed this one well then let's take a break and then when we come back we can play 20 questions and we always like to play a game uh that was a long conversation so i'm gonna just go with a classic movie 20 questions are you gentlemen ready it is classic (laughs) i'm ready yeah i'm good yeah well uh see what you got if if somebody listened that doesn't know the rules though it's just all they can ask is questions and that i can say yes or no to and if they guess and they get it wrong, game over. So they have technically 19 questions and then a guess. But sorry about that. Okay, so who wants to kick us off? 
Uh, do you want to do the honors of the do opening? The, yeah, we'll do the do the standard. Uh, was this movie released after the year two thousand? No. No. Okay. Right. Um, was it released before nineteen ninety? Yes. Was it released before nineteen ninety? Yes. Okay, was it released before nineteen eighty? Yes. Holy shit, that's an old one. Um I don't want to keep going. It's gonna be something shitty like Lawrence of Arabia or something. <laughs> I feel like I don't her. I don't know many like <laughs> movies that old. Um Well, it's gotta be something fairly popular if it's going back that far, so Star Wars before <laughs> 1980. There are some, there are some good ones, but like, but yeah, if we didn't grow up then, you only know like the classics or like the good, mm-hmm. the good from each genre. All right, I just have to know: was this released before 1970? Yes. Oh my god, that's got to be like a Hitchcock movie or something. Oh god. <laughs> oh, this is getting into territory. That I am unfamiliar <laughs> with. Oh, I mean, I don't want to even start saying movies. I don't know much. Is this is this movie time. of the horror genre? No. Okay, I should. Well, I guess we could say it. Not all oh, of is it, Hitchcock's movies are. I was gonna say thriller. I was gonna say, is it of the fantasy genre? Hmm. Yes. Hmm. Six yeah. questions. Yeah. What are you thinking? Like original? Wizard of Oz. Okay. Okay. Or I don't know. That's old as shit. When was like wasn't there like an original Hobbit movie or something? That was in the seventies, I believe. Okay. I, I thought it might have been seventies. It was like the, the animated one. Hmm. Which had some which had some weird trippy ass shit, so yeah, Wizard of Oz is a good one. Fantasy movie the 30s. before 1970. Like, I don't... I mean, like, my Rolodex of pre-1970s movies. If we're playing the metagame, it could it could be something like Wizard of Oz, since we were talking about the Wolf Among Us, you know, fairy tale type characters. I don't know if Brandon would make it that obvious, but... Possibly. Hmm. He's, he's got a steely, cold glare at the camera right now. He does, <laughs> he's not giving anything away. Face. Uh, um, is this movie? I'll say, I'll ask this was this movie originally shot in black and white? No, mm, okay, so not, not wizard. Hmm, okay, so that that gives us <coughs> a little more info. Let's uh, do we got any good actors from back then that we can ping on? Um, Charlie Chaplin. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Um, I don't know if it would be that horrible. Like, I couldn't even think. Okay, well. Is this an animated movie? Good. Good question. Yes. Yeah, there we go. Ooh, it could be like Fantasia. Yeah, not doing too bad. You're only eight questions in. Is this this movie made by Disney? Yes. Oh, okay. Sniping now. Thinking Fantasia or something. Fantasia could be good. Um, 
there's some other before, ones before before the 70 though like what else was back then like was snow white that old um yeah i think that was 50, snow white 60s. was yep right around there it could be yeah cinderella it could be any of those i thought fantasia was after after 1970 I no fantasia was like, was like the 50s 60s like that shit was good animation for back then mm-hmm. like that um, had my child honestly I said this like a year ago in one of the episodes where I watched uh, Sleeping Beauty, and I was just and I was in the fifties, and I was blown away yeah, see, by how yeah. it looked. Mm-hmm. It's pretty crazy. It, it was it was very attractive, and I think right. Disney movies age well. And you see those the shots how they did it, like top to bottom, where they yeah. have like the parallax and like giant ass Dude, film, beautiful yeah. painters and stuff like that. Let yeah, me ask every, this question: every frame, insane. Sorry, it's Stop. Mickey Mouse in this movie. Mickey Mouse in this movie? No. Okay, I was gonna say it's not Fantasia <laughs> that's, then. That's ten questions. Unless I'm thinking of something uh, else. Oh wait, was Sword in the Sword in the Stone before then? Ooh. That might have just been seventies. Mm. Um, I'm gonna write it down as a posse. <laughs> I kind of want to ask: Was this character referenced in The Wolf Among Us? But I don't know if I want to ask that. Well. Wasn't Sleeping Beauty in that movie too? Thought. Oh, in what? Fantasia? Wolf Among Us. Oh, in Wolf Among Us? So you know Snow was, but I'm trying think to think of so. any other. I don't think Sleeping Beauty was. They made a reference to Cinderella. They said, like, Cindy's on vacation or something like that. Hmm. Um, that was Cindy. <laughs> Should be an animated. Disney. Hmm. It's got to be one of the classic Disney movies. Fuck it. I'm. I mean, Snow White is a main character say, in Wolf Among Us. Ask. Does this movie have seven dwarves in it? Is that how many there are? Seven. Yeah. Wait. That's your question. Is it seven? Yeah, I mean, it is yeah. seven. But hold on, yeah. hold on. I want to make it more generalized. Did this character? Well, yeah, guys, right. it, it, it'll question cover Snow White too. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. So, did is there reference to this character in the Wolf Among Us? Yes. Okay. Now we can ask the seven dwarfs question. I feel like you guys knew that though. Eleven. <laughs> uh, does this have seven dwarves? No. Okay. No. Not that obvious. So character from the Wolf Among could be. Oh no! Beauty and the Beast was like nineties. Never mind. No, that was maybe eighties. It was like no, it was like yeah, I late eighties, nineties, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, I'm thinking, um, what the fuck am I thinking? Oh, I'm probably thinking Cinderella. Um, could be Cinderella. So there's no could seven be, dwarves. Could be Little Mermaid also. No, that was 70s. That's it. Little Mermaid was... Or 80s, actually. 80s, 90s. Yep, 80s. Um, so is there a Disney Big Bad Wolf movie? Or Little Did Red Riding? Did you ask me that question? No, I'm asking Eric. Sorry. Not that I can think of. I don't. Think I don't. So. E- I don't even really think so either. I mean, there might be like a you know an animated short or something, but oh. I don't oh. know if Alice in Wonderland was back then. Was she referenced in The Wolf Among Us or any character from Tweedledee and Tweedledum? Oh, duh. Okay, that's a good that's... one. How do we? Uh... That's a good poll. 
Um, you're in Alice isn't in it. I feel like you guys are doing pretty good. Yeah. Well, I wouldn't want to set records here, but I want to make sure we're safe. <laughs> go burning our options. Uh, I don't. <laughs> how can we? Yeah. How can we eliminate? I mean, we could just straight up ask. Tweedledee Tweedledee or cat. Yeah. Or, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, just ask that. That's fine. Or Tweedledee yes. and Tweedledum in the movie. <laughs> yes, okay. It's gotta be. Gotta be Alice in Wonderland. Is it? Alice in Wonderland? Is that your question? I mean, that's the only movie I know what Tweedledee and Tweedledum in Is it. that your final answer? Our final question? I think so. He's trying to psych us out. It is. So. Alice yeah. In 14, not bad. Nice. Right, we nice. um that was a tough thing. I bought a Alice in Wonderland puzzle for my wife. She was like, I want to do a puzzle. And I'm like, yeah, I'll get a new one. So I get this really sick looking Alice in Wonderland painting. I should take a picture of it and put it on social media. But uh, I was like telling my three-year-old, have you seen this? Do you know what this is? And he doesn't. So I put it on. So they're actually, we're watching it before I recorded this. So Ooh. Uh, yeah, but it's cool. The artwork is freaking awesome it's weird it's a it weird is curious how those movies hold up with uh with little kids today it's got I like mean, a weird uneasiness to it like dark. yeah it's got like mm-hmm. yeah there's all sorts of weird shit it definitely feels more dreamlike being an adult and like it's yeah. got like that unknown to it where it's uncertainty everywhere you go it's weird but you watched it as a kid i bet you watched yeah. it as a kid it was like Fuck yeah you remember the scenes but seeing it as an adult years later it's weird the walrus and the carpenter or like yes <laughs> the walrus just fucking eats all of them and that's the end of oh, it oh the walrus eats all the uh oysters oh he's all the baby oysters yeah because grandma oyster told them not to go out in the sea yep it's dark know? man all sorts I of stuff people getting their heads cut off it's a version. trip man i feel like i've only seen the uh johnny depp version no i've never even seen that one is it good yeah okay well, I also saw it in IMAX in the front row, so I wouldn't know. I have had to like watch half the screen like, the whole time. <laughs> Looking up Johnny Depp's nose. <laughs> no, that was weird. No, it's not good. Um, that was a lot of fun. Eric, do you mind just doing some social and we'll get out of here? Sure. We'll wrap it up. Uh, if you want to follow us, you can follow us at Nomads of Fantasy, Instagram and Twitter. Uh, you can email us at nomadsoffantasy at gmail.com. Any questions, comments, recommendations for games, all that good stuff. And you can visit the nomadsoffantasy.com for all your nomad needs. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that's it. Anything else? Tell a friend. Give a Tell high a five and say, go nomads. <laughs> oh, no. That's our new catchphrase. <laughs> go Why nomads. Another uh, no t-shirt. God, please not. <laughs> yep. Put that on a shirt. All right. Let's get out of here. As always, safe travels, nomads.
listed here as a private investigator. What does that sort of work entail? Depends on the night. Most nights, it's watching, waiting for a slip-up. I don't know, someone gets greedy, someone gets brave. And that's what you were doing the night of the incident? Yeah. Took me weeks to track them down. They hadn't cast so much as a shadow. Till that night. You've been hesitant to share with us. I assume it has something to do with confidentiality associated with the job. Your boss, Miss White, said things didn't go as planned. She mentioned that there was some violence. In the moments when you find yourself losing control, How does the anger manifest itself? 